Gridbox Media Programming is brought to you by Jack Kane Ford. Find your next Ford Tough vehicle at KaneFord.com. Woodhill Community Center. Have a hand in the heart of the city. Support their mission with your donations at WoodhillCommunityCenter.org. Toyota in Nicholasville Superstore. Online consultants are standing by right now to help you find your next Toyota. Visit ToyotaOnNicholasville.com. Lexus of Lexington, home of the best-selling Lexus IS. Find yours today at LexusOfLexington.com. Introducing the redesigned CatholicSingles.com, featuring new ways that put the spotlight on the person and their faith, not just a profile picture. For the past 20 years, faithful Catholics have used CatholicSingles.com, and the reimagined CatholicSingles.com website is ready to help single Catholics take the next step in sharing meaningful relationships with other faithful Catholics. Remember, CatholicSingles.com for faith, fellowship, and love. Howdy, everybody. This is John Michael Talbot. All things are possible with God. We're going through Monk Dynasty, and in this program, we're going to learn how to breathe from both lungs, the East and the West. All things are possible with God. Come back and join me. Welcome back, everybody. This is John Michael Talbot. We're going through our little program on Monk Dynasty and the All Things Are Possible with God program. And right now, I want to take a look at Eastern monks again. Now, in the, in the progression of the whole monastic dynasty, you know, it started in Egypt, went to Palestine and Syria, spread to the West. We've taken a lot, several programs looking at Western expressions. I want to come back to the East now. Why do this? Why do this? Well, John Paul II... He said that the church is the body of Christ, using that Pauline expression. And he says the problem is, is the church has only been breathing from one lung, the Western lung. So in the Roman Catholic Church, there are 20-some-odd different liturgical rites. Only about two or three of them are Western. Only one is Latin rite. All the rest of them are Eastern expressions of Christianity. Wow. And the Protestant Reformation, many of you viewers, you're part of a a movement that would identify with the Protestant Reformation. Guess what that was? That was a reform of the abuses in the Latin Rite. So even even the Protestant expressions tend to be Western. So I want to go back. Let's breathe from both lungs. And the word for spirit in Greek is pneuma. Say that with me. Pneuma means air, wind, and breath. (laughs) Pneuma, when you can't breathe, what do you get? Pneumonia. (laughs) When you have air-powered tools, what do you have? Pneumatic tools. So the, the, the Spirit of God is the air, the wind, the breath of God, the intimate breath, the powerful breath of God. So we need to learn how to breathe from both lungs. We're going to be looking at a particular uh, uh, form 
that's represented today quintessentially on Mount Athos. Mount Athos was founded in 963 A.D. by St. Athanasius, not, not the patristic St. Athanasius, the monastic later St. Athanasius. Today it's made up of some, I'm going to read this so I get it right, some 20 different monasteries, so it's a, a peninsula out in northeastern Greece that is a self-governing, they call themselves a, a monastic republic. There's 20 different monasteries, self-governing. There's 12 different smaller expressions and then many, many, many recluses. So it's a, it's a fascinating phenomenon uh, in the world today. It's the only monastic republic in the world. Technically, it's under Greece, but they are self-governing under Greece. Let's look at some of the spirituality. A movement, and again, it's, it's, Mount Athos is the quintessential expression. It's not the only expression. And you'll see pictures up on the screen of how Eastern monks look. They, they look different than Western monks. They all have these long beards, most of them. <laughs> no, Moses didn't come to you on television today. Sorry, the guys from Duck Dynasty aren't here. We're having Monk Dynasty today. And you kids, sorry. <laughs> Gandalf isn't here, no wizards. And you, you music lovers, sorry, ZZ Top ain't here. This is ZZ Talbot, baby. <laughs> I'm sorry. i got to get serious. This is a serious topic. <laughs> Let's take a look seriously at some of the spirituality of the Eastern monks. There's a movement called Hezekism and Hezekus. What's that? Well, it means sacred stillness. See, before you can have activity that's powerful in the power of the Spirit, you've got to learn how to be quiet in sacred stillness. You have to learn how to still the body. You have to learn how to still the emotions, to calm the mind. So it's a whole movement called hesychism. Hesychism. Isn't that cool? It's like a pond. Oh, in today's modern world, the ponds of our the, the 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 pond of our soul gets agitated, doesn't it? We just drove in here to come to the to the television studio this morning. Man, oh man, there were people all over the place on the freeway. They were talking, and there was politics going and country music going, and man, it's a busy life. And when the, when the pond of our soul gets agitated, look what happens. It stirs up all the gunk down at the bottom. And instead of the water being clear, it gets muddy. We can't see what's happening in our soul. Is God speaking to us? Is the devil speaking to us? Are we just talking to ourselves? We can't tell because the pond of our soul is all muddy. And the surface of the pond, when it's, when it's calm, it's like a mirror. It can reflect the beautiful image of God. But when the soul is agitated, the surface of the pond gets all fractured. When the surface of the pond gets fractured, instead of reflecting a beautiful image of God, we, our life begins to reflect a broken image of God. So sacred stillness is learning how to be still. 
to calm ourselves. The way I do it is I breathe in Jesus, I breathe out the old agitated self. And I go through it. I breathe in. How's my body doing today? There are days, I don't know, I'm 60 plus years old. There are days my body is doing really good. Hey baby, I've lost 40 pounds. What about it? Nutrisystem. Hey, I've done a commercial. Uh, Subway, eat fresh. Seriously, it helps. I lost 40 pounds and I feel great. But there are other days, because I'm older, my body is funky. Sometimes I wake up in the morning and I go, oh God, it hurts. (laughs) Instead of going, oh God, praise you. So I breathe in. How's my body doing? And then I just breathe out. I breathe out my body. I let it go. I give my physical self to God. It's an amazing thing. Just in doing that, the body can be healed. Secondly, how's my emotional self today? Oh, there are days, man, when I'm crystal clear. There are days when I'm all muddy and agitated. I do a lot of ministry nowadays. I do 150 ministries out in parishes all around the country and all around the world. I'm a busy monk. (laughs) Consequently, sometimes I wake up, I don't even know where I am. I don't know what town I'm in anymore. And it can be emotionally disorienting. So I just have to own, how are my emotions today? Not, there's not right or wrong in it. How am I doing? And then I breathe out my emotions. And I give them to Jesus. And suddenly, just in a few breaths, my emotions become calm and peaceful and joyful. I have to do the same thing with my mind. I'm a thinker. In case you haven't noticed, I like to read. (laughs) I like to read in English and Greek, and I like to read monastic history and patristic history, the history of the church. I like to read about what's going on in the world, and I can think things to death if I'm not careful. And then I get all upset. So I have to breathe in. How are my emotions, or excuse me, how are my thoughts today? Is my thinking clear or is it confused? Am I focused or unfocused? No right or wrong, I just acknowledge, how am I doing? And then I bring my thoughts to Jesus so that I can have the mind of Christ. In breathing out those thoughts, Suddenly, you'll never stop thinking. You think all the time. You think while you dream. You know, when you're sleeping, you dream the whole night. So thoughts will never stop, but they can become calm and focused. And then a funny thing happens. Wherever your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Whatever you choose with your mind, whatever you think you will be, your emotions follow. Now my emotions, so my thoughts become clear in Christ. My emotions, instead of being passions that agitate me, now they become enthusiasm in theos that empowers me, and my body becomes the vehicle where this wonderful mystery happens. All of that comes from Eastern Christianity. So take a moment, breathe in your emotions your body, your senses, your thoughts. Breathe out. Let them go. And let Jesus bring us sacred stillness 
so that we can now go out and change the world. All things are possible with God. Breathe in the Spirit of God With each breath you take Breathe out all that's not of God Breathe out your pain Breathe in the Spirit of Christ The life of Jesus Breathe out all that's not like him breathe out your sin breathe in the being of God let go of your pride Breathe out your old self In him, yourself, you'll find Breathe in the Welcome back, everybody. All things are possible with God. We are learning how to breathe the Spirit, the breath of the Spirit, the breath of God with both lungs. Both lungs. Learning how to be still so that we can reflect the image of God and we can see what God is doing in our life. And now we can go out. We have something to share with the world to make the world a better place and to bring people to Jesus. See, there is no other name under heaven by which people can be saved. Jesus is not triumphalistic. He's not exclusive of other religions. The Buddha says, I point 
to the moon. Don't look to me. I'm a finger pointing to the moon. Look to the moon. Don't look to me. I am pointing to the way, the truth, the life. But Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No pride in it. No triumphalism is it. No exclusiveness in it. He compliments all that's good that's come especially from revealed religion in the Old Testament and from natural inspiration that comes from all the other religions and philosophies of the world. But he incarnates it. It is in flesh. So one of the things that the early monks of the East developed, it started as early as the 5th century, and the monks on Mount Athos have really kind of specialized in this, is the Jesus Prayer. We're going to talk about this again. I've done it in earlier programs. But it comes from the East. We're praying it in the West a lot. The prayer is this. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, you breathe out, have mercy on me, a sinner. See, we breathed, didn't we, in the first part of the program. Here we are going to breathe very specifically an ancient and time-tested prayer. So breathe in with me. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, breathe out. Have mercy on me, a sinner. Breathe in. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, breathe out. Have mercy on me, a sinner. In the books that I've written, one on the Jesus Prayer, a cry for renewal, a cry for mercy, and in another book called Nothing is Impossible with God, I do a whole section on the Jesus Prayer, and I often teach it as I go across the country, 150 different uh, ministry events a year. About a third of those are teaching the Jesus Prayer. So let's go through it real quick. The word, see, when you breathe in, before we do the words, we breathe in the first part of the prayer, and those words are positive. We breathe in all that's good and beautiful and positive in our faith, and we breathe out anything that's standing between us and that full communion with Jesus and full communion with other people. The first word is Lord. comes from the Old English. When they translated the, the Hebrew and the Greek words into English, it was hlafward. Hlaf means loaf. Ward means keeper. So it means the keeper and the maker of the bread. And when we acknowledge Jesus as the Lord of our life, get this, get this. When we acknowledge him as Lord, we are bringing the wheat of our life, our natural gifts, our natural talents. We are giving them to Jesus and letting him process us and change us from mere wheat into beautiful, beautiful bread. There's a whole process of dying and rising in that. Read my book. You might like it or rewatch some of these old programs. Yeah, it's a whole process. Is Jesus the Lord, the Lord of your life? He, do, he doesn't cut you down and take your wheat because you're bad. He wants only the best wheat. You and I are the best wheat. But he's going to change us and change us to make us even better. That's what Jesus does for us. He says, I've come that you might have life and have it abundantly. Second word is Jesus. Yeshua, Yehoshua. It means Savior. Savior. See, you can't be saved, though, unless you know you're lost. The first step of the 12-step program, first step, is I am utterly powerless. See, unless you come to that place where you go, I can't make it. I have gifts and talents that God has given me. 
St. Bonaventure says like we're men and women who, who try to climb out of a deep and dark pit. And we do have human power so we can climb, but we get right up to the top and time after time we slip and we fall and we end up in the bottom of the pit again. Bonaventure says it is only the hand of Jesus reaching back to us. And by his power, he pulls us up out of the pit. Reach your hand up, folks. Reach your hand up with me. And then close your hands around the hand of Jesus. Let him pull you up. We have to realize we keep falling and stumbling and ending up in the dark. He will lift us up. And he will place us on solid ground again in the fullness of the light. Christ is the next word. Christos in Greek, it means the anointed one. A lot of times we Catholic charismatics, we think we're anointed, we're only excited. No, we've got to be anointed. What's it mean to be anointed? Well, the word means to take oil and to rub it deeply. See, you have to let Jesus repeatedly, it doesn't happen just once, happens every day. Let him just rub that oil of the Spirit of God deep into our life, deep. And then he begins to change us. We become more and more like him. What does that mean? Well, look at the fruit of the Spirit. Galatians, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, mildness, generosity, chastity or self-control, and faith, 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 pistis, the personification, the hypostasis of things hoped for, of things not yet seen. To become like Jesus, oh, that's what we all long for, love and joy and peace. Isn't it what we want? And we don't see it, so faith has to personify it, realize it in the now. How cool is that? Son of God. Well, that implies the Trinity, the love union of God in eternity. Not from, not from the beginning. There is no beginning to eternity. Not to the end. There is no end. Eternity is now. It's, it's beyond what we can fathom. Eye is not seen, ear is not heard, nor is it even dawned on our minds what await those who love God. We, we can't even fathom heaven. And that love union is just flowing, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and then we're brought into it in the church. Wow. And the church is also, you know, Jesus, let's back up, Jesus incarnates that love into our life. He is on a divine rescue for you, for me, from eternity. He knows every joy, every sorrow. He knows every tear. He knows every hope, every dream, every disappointment, every fear. He knows every triumph. He knows every challenge of our whole life from eternity. And he comes on a divine rescue for us, personally. Son of God. And that is included in the church. So we breathe all of it. Think of it. The church is the body of Christ. The Eucharist is the sacramental incarnation of God for each one of us personally. Every Mass is an altar call. We breathe it all in. And then we come to the second part of the prayer. We breathe out anything that's standing between us and a full communion with this wonderful mystery of our faith. Have mercy on me. 
mercy, it implies that he knows that he is closer to us than we are to ourselves. He knows us better than we know ourselves. He can forgive us better than we forgive ourselves. Do you have trouble forgiving yourself? Hello. Me too. Jesus knows how to forgive us. So we allow him to forgive us. And it is personal on me. And the word sinner, hamartia in Greek, it means to get off the path. Do you ever get off the path? I do. Breathe in. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God. Breathe out. Have mercy on me, a sinner. Breathe in. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God. All that's good and positive, breathe it in. Breathe out anything that's standing between you and this full communion. Have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. If you do this 20 minutes a day, you'll begin to notice a change after the second or third or fourth week. You'll notice another big change at six months, another one at a year, another one at a few years, and a huge one in 10 years. You say, I don't have 10 years. Pray it now. Use the time you got. Remember the good thief on the cross. Jesus says, today you will be with me in paradise. So let's pray together. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, breathe out. Have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Jesus, save us. Be our Lord. Bring us into full communion and love. Help us to let go of anything that stands between you and that full communion. And help us, Lord, that we know this as a personal encounter with you and you alone in our life. All things are possible with God. I love you. I'll see you back here next time.
you for listening to Breadbox Media. Find more about us at breadboxmedia.com.